Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com. Website creation is hard, but now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and get a unique WordPress website or store right away. From there, you can customize your design, colors, and content. And Bluehost automatically helps you get found in search engines like Google and Bing. From step-by-step guidance to suggested plugins, Bluehost makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Go to bluehost.com slash wondersuite. Welcome to the Financial Times Big Read, a weekly podcast featuring the best of our long-form reporting from around the world. I'm Anna Dedder from the Comment and Analysis Desk. CAR-T is a therapy that engineers patient cells to identify and attack blood cancer, and it could soon be granted regulatory approval in the US, says David Crow. Such tailor-made treatments give hope to people who've run out of other options. But can they be manufactured on a scale to make them mass-market products at a manageable cost? The huge tumour protruding from Jamie Cameron's pelvis was shrinking before her eyes. Having battled lymphoma since 1994, she thought she had run out of options. The 53-year-old had tried numerous rounds of chemotherapy and even a stem cell transplant. But that was until last year when she found a place on a clinical trial of an experimental therapy. The treatment, known as chimeric antigen receptor cell therapy, or CAR-T, involves extracting a person's white blood cells and engineering them in a laboratory over several weeks so they can identify and attack cancer. After a six-week wait, Ms Cameron's reconfigured cells were returned to the hospital and infused back into her body. Within three days, the tumour was no longer visible. Eventually, she would achieve a complete remission. I knew it was working, she says. It was amazing. Ms Cameron is one of hundreds of blood cancer victims alive today because of CAR-T, which has produced remarkable results in even the most stubborn cases. The first CAR-T therapies are intended for blood cancer patients who have failed other treatments, a group that numbers roughly 80,000 in the US and Europe. But if they get approval, that would signal that cell therapy, one of the great hopes of the pharmaceuticals industry, is coming of age. The rapid advances in cell therapy have not been without big setbacks. Seven treatment-related deaths have occurred on pharma-sponsored clinical trials in recent years, including at Juno Therapeutics, a Seattle-based company that is developing CAR-T. Despite the safety fears, however, most analysts predict the US Food and Drug Administration will give a green light to the first CAR-T therapies this year. Regulators have taken a sympathetic view towards the treatments because they could save the lives of many patients who would otherwise die. People who, like Ms Cameron, have nothing else left to try. As the companies making CAR-T therapies prepare to put their products on the market... Investors have turned to a more prosaic question. Can the highly personalised, tailor-made treatments be manufactured at scale? The current process takes as long as two months and costs an estimated $150,000 per person. The price paid by cash-strapped healthcare systems is expected to be more than double that amount. It is a dilemma being felt across the healthcare sector, with the advance of innovations that have been unlocked by the decoding of the human genome in 2003, such as therapies that insert healthy genes to fight disease or edit a person's DNA. 
The challenge is not just the invention of treatments that work, but also the creation of new manufacturing processes that can turn remarkable science into mass market products. Maxim Jacobs, an analyst at Edison Investment Research, says, It's never going to really scale like a drug you can make in ginormous batches. You have to take someone's cells, put them through the process and give them back. And you have to have end-to-end control. It's much more complex. Hans Bishop, Juno's chief executive, places a bouffant cap over his head, sanitises a pair of safety goggles and puts on a laboratory frock. Anyone who enters its production facility on the outskirts of Seattle must gown up. As he gives a tour of the factory, he crosses a series of white lines signalling that a new safety procedure be followed, an extra shoe covering or a different pair of gloves. The facility is eerily quiet, but as the company's products are approved, it hopes to churn out thousands of bags of modified cells a year, a huge step up from the small batches it deals with today. Juno had been in a lead to develop a CAR-T, until five people died from toxic side effects during clinical trials last year, an experience Mr Bishop describes as gut-wrenching. With a revised target date of 2018 for its initial submission to regulators, it has fallen into third place behind Kite Pharma, a San Francisco-based biotech, and Novartis, the Swiss drug maker, which have already filed. For a traditional drug maker where being first or second in a new market brings huge rewards. Such a setback could mark the difference between success or failure. Shares in Juno, which has a market value of about $2.3 billion, have fallen 25% since the deaths prompted it to suspend clinical trials. However, Mr Bishop says the business model of car tea makers is different from the traditional farmer approach, which he describes as invent, make, sell. Drug makers have two ways to compete if they arrive to a market late. Bring out a better medicine than their rivals or undercut their prices. But companies making cell-based therapies will be service businesses as well, judged not just on effectiveness and value, but also on speed and reliability. This means rivals can win share by offering the best customer experience. Mr Bishop says... Making sure you really understand how to deliver these therapies in the most convenient and reliable way for prescribers, pharmacists and patients is going to be really, really important. We're not quite there today, but we're in the hometown of Amazon, so there are some absolutely terrific logistics people out there. If Amazon delivers a TV to the wrong address, it must deal with a disgruntled customer. But the stakes for car tea companies are much higher. If a bag of cells is delivered to the wrong hospital, or, worse still, injected into a person they were not intended for, the patient might die. The challenge is not lost on Mr Bishop's competitors. Kite plans to offer doctors and patients what it describes as a white glove service, branded as Kite Connect, which promises to manage the entire process, from booking the patient in for their first hospital visit to transporting their cells in temperature-controlled containers with nitrogen ice. Customers will be able to follow the progress of their cells online and receive notifications informing them when they're about to leave the company's factory, which has been built in El Segundo, a location chosen for its proximity to Los Angeles airport. Tim Moore, the executive in charge of Kite's technical operations, says, We will personally take accountability of the cells until they are back in hospital. 
It's a one-stop shop. We want to make it as simple as possible by saying that we'll handle everything. Novartis says it has developed a proprietary freezing technology that gives it more flexibility in the manufacturing process. Van Narasimhan, head of drug development at Novartis, says, We've been able to treat patients successfully in Australia and Japan and have our Morris Plains facility in New Jersey because we can freeze and hold for 30 days and use them at any time. He adds, We think it's important because it gives physicians more flexibility. We, of course, want to be competitive on the vein-to-vein timeline, but we also want the flexibility with Frozen. To help build their laboratories and computer systems, Juno, Novartis and Kite have enlisted General Electric, the industrial conglomerate. According to Phil Vanek, general manager of GE's cell therapy division, the company wants to industrialise CAR-T manufacturing. He says... The process today is not 2017 technology, it's 2010 technology. That's fine for dealing with academic centres that handle 5 to 10 patients a year, but we have to figure out a process for tens of thousands. Mr Vanek says technology being developed by Asymptote, a Cambridge-based startup that GE acquired for an undisclosed sum in April, is part of the solution. The group develops what it describes as digital cryogenic cold chain technology. Automated software and hardware designed to keep a patient's cells at the right temperature during transportation. The venture capital arm of GE also backed the creation of a Silicon Valley company last year, Vitruvian Networks, which is building a cloud computing system to connect hospitals to CAR-T makers. Mr Vanek says the aim is to build a data repository that is predictive, which would be able to work out when a patient is likely to be booked into the hospital for treatment and to ensure that it's appropriate capacity at a manufacturing plant. Matching capacity to demand in a way that preserves profits will be among the biggest challenges facing CAR-T groups. Mr Bishop says, The question becomes, how do you make sure they can be scalable and economical? The first company that tried to commercialise cell therapy, biotech group Dendrion, offers a cautionary tale. When the FDA approved its prostate cancer treatment, Provenge, in 2010, investors piled into the stock, sending its market value to almost $8 billion. Analysts hailed a new blockbuster and predicted revenues in excess of $4 billion a year. But Provenge was a flop, hamstrung by poor sales and a cost of goods rate that hovered around 50%. Dendrion went into bankruptcy in 2014, and has since been bought twice, most recently by Sandpower, the Chinese conglomerate which paid $820 million to acquire the group earlier this year. The last time the business reported sales, Provenge was generating just $300 million a year. Defenders of CAR-T insist it will not suffer the same fate. Makers of the therapy are expected to charge a much higher price, at least $300,000 against around $90,000 for Provenge, while the treatment is more effective. Whereas prostate cancer sufferers have a choice of cheap alternatives, the same is not true for the blood cancer patients who are at death's door and need CAR-T. Some scientists believe that CAR-T therapies could also help some people with solid tumours, offering several months or a year of extra life rather than a complete remission. Early studies also suggest that cell therapies might slow the development of Parkinson's disease. 
but they are not something that healthcare systems would pay $300,000 per patient for. If the treatments are ever to be expanded beyond very sick blood cancer patients, the price will have to fall substantially. Mr Bishop, who worked at Dendrion before joining Juno, believes that automating the manual process could help reduce the amount of time it takes to engineer the cells, as well as lower costs. Juno recently acquired a German group for its excellent machine, which replaces four pieces of existing equipment and eradicates six human production steps. Mr Bishop says, If it is successful, we think we could make the process two to four days, as opposed to the fortnight or more that is standard now. Kite is also alpha-testing automated equipment. Mr Moore says, Over the next five years, things are going to evolve, increasingly allowing us to get away from the manual operation, which will greatly reduce cost. Although GE is developing automated technology as well, such as sensors that can tell whether the cells are ready to progress to the next step, Mr Vanek warns against moving too quickly. He says... It would be a mistake to automate totally today because first we have to streamline the current process. Mr Narasimhan says Novartis is also looking at aggressive automation, but cautions that these treatments will never be as cheap as even the most sophisticated drugs on the market today. He says, We are working to drive down the cost of goods, but the reality is you're always going to have a relatively people-intensive process in which every manufacturing run is for one patient. Mr Jacobs, the analyst, remains unconvinced about the benefits of automation. He says, the complexity of the process goes way beyond eliminating humans. It might help, but first you have to have a super refined process. And they're really not there yet. <laughs>